Happy holidays, and we're one day away. Uh, if you're watching this game when it's recorded, where it is Saturday, and you're one day away from the Houston Texans taking on your Cleveland Browns, me and Jeff will get you ready for that action. Uh, we'll go over the injury report. Uh, one of the a couple of our our big uh, our targets, especially our offensive targets, are going to be out for the game. Uh, we'll talk about what that does for Deshaun Watson in the offense. We'll also talk about the match of linebackers versus running backs. One of the things that Houston Texans do have is a nice running back, a nice young running back in Pierce, uh, rookie, but he'll be going up against uh, the veteran Taki Taki. We'll go to ins and outs of that. Uh, and then we'll also get your question of the day. We have a really good question uh, from Twitter. We'll, we'll go ahead and take, uh, take on and, and drop an answer for you guys as well. And we'll get you ready for the entire game, Houston Texans, versus the Cleveland Browns. It's your last look before we get ready for game time. Get in, get ready to go, and get this guide so you can know what to look for in the game coming up here in one day. It is the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Pre-game edition. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, uh, trimming the hours away, <clears throat> Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff in Houston, NRG Stadium. Cleveland Browns travel down to face the Houston Texans. And, oh, as you may have heard, certain quarterback returning for the Cleveland Browns in the place where his career originally began in Deshaun Watson. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the Barbershop, 92.3, the fans own. And, of course, pregame, postgame coverage for your Browns, your Buckeyes, <clears throat> Cavaliers, Mr. Garrett Bush at GBush91. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Excited, guys. Absolutely excited. There's no way around it. Um, when you make a move that you think is going to be, you know, a organizational changing move as far as a player you know you, you, you and you have to wait eight months it's been eight months but Deshaun Watson will make his Cleveland Browns debut Sunday in Houston the Browns will be rocking the all-whites on the road uh from last episode to this one uh Denzel Ward is going to be a go uh he was able to get through practice today so the Browns will be fully stopped at the cornerback position um, and it's weird because, uh, you know, the only thing we're kind of getting on David Njoku is a knee. Um, and obviously it happened somewhere late in the Tampa game. There was no much talk after it. And then all of a sudden, you know, David's not a part of Wednesday. David's not a part of Thursday. David wasn't able to go today. Um, and you know, forever and ever and ever, the Browns play these things carefully, you know, it, it, whatever your choice is, I mean, can four and seven, have something to do with these decisions. Yes, but the Browns, and especially the players who they have a, a lot of time and a lot of money invested into, such as David Njoku, they're going to do their best to get, you know, keep them as close to 100% as possible. So no David Njoku this 
week as we travel down. Um, it's about Deshaun Watson. We'll get to some matchups here in segment two. Garrett's got a question or two for segment three. We'll give our final game thoughts. Um, but you go down there against a team at one eight and one. I think it is. It might even be worse than that. Who even knows? Um, it's kind of funny. There's a tie involved in there for the Texans of all things. Um, this is a team with their eyes 100% on April in the 2023 NFL draft, trying to secure the number one pick. Uh, Texans are right now in a lot of ways in the mode the Browns were in 2017, having a lot of draft capital, uh, looking to take advantage of all that, basically, you know, rebuild the entire damn thing down there in Houston. For us, Browns, it's, you know, it's all about number four. Um, and, you know, understanding that there are probably limitations this week. You know, I know everybody, you know, oh, there could be some running with Deshaun Watson. You're not taking a guy who hasn't played football in 700 days and saying, oh, you're going to call a couple of, uh, you know, RPOs, whatever have you, running through a hole. Browns ain't doing that stuff just yet. You want to get this guy acclimated. You want to get him back comfortable. Most important thing is obviously his arm, his ability to throw the ball. You're working on all those things first before you're worried about putting in a running attack with Deshaun Watson. But we have waited since St. Patrick's Day. It was a Friday. It's about 2, 2.30 in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Official word dropped. Browns had made the move. We finally get to see it on Sunday, Garrett. We're ready to go, man. We're yeah. ready to go. This is, uh, you know, you less than 24 hours at it now, man. You know, you, you got a guy that uh, is going to change a lot of things in the building, not to put too much on his shoulders, but, you know, this team got a lot of uh, a lot of parts and, and, and a lot of pieces that, that is already legit. And I think a lot of people, you know, because they haven't seen a quarterback like this around here, they haven't really seen the skill set. I think they're kind of apprehensive, but go ahead and embrace it. You know, you still got guys like Nick Chubb. You still gonna have guys like uh, uh 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 you know you still got guys like Miles Garrett. You still got guys that are are top players at their position. Amari Cooper is the number one receiver, one of the better offensive lines in the game. So, you know, people can go ahead and embrace it. You know, I'm excited to see what it's gonna be. Um, yeah, he'll be a little rusty, but I'm asking though, like, is it like, am I gonna expect him to be rusty for three four games? No. Um, you know, to me, it's just you know he's been preparing um you know i've been doing some digging and, and and i talked to some people around him um he he has been throwing the football consistently every single day since he left the texans now granted it has not been um under duress it hasn't been under practice it hasn't been game time experience but from the moment that he stopped playing for the texans and sat out that year to the moment he stepped back on the field after his 11 game suspension being back in the facility he's trained he's worked out He's kept himself in shape. They, you know, people close to him tell me he's the best shape that he's been in. He's in a good mental place right now, and I think right now, it, 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 he's in a he's in a position where he can really go out there and endear himself to a lot of people. Because let's be clear about it: if he comes out and he throws up a couple touchdown passes, two touchdowns, one on the ground, and the Browns look like they've looked as a team that's moving offense and running formations they've never seen, efficient, fun. They make football fun again to watch. And Nick Chubb is out here still contributing, doing his thing, and everything looks like it's coming together. People are going to get behind this guy. People is going to get behind this guy. So we're definitely going to be behind him. Um, I'm excited to see it, and uh, we'll definitely go ahead and make sure 
that that we got the we got the VCR set, we got the DVR set. A is prime time. The game has only been shown probably in Ohio and, and, and Texas, but we gonna we gonna we gonna record this one because I think it's gonna be the start of a beautiful relationship. It, you look for foundational players. You look to put together the best, you know, assemblance of a roster you possibly can. You mentioned Amari Cooper. I think to this point, every Browns fan is just absolutely jacked at what Amari Cooper has brought to this team. Nick Chubb, we all know what we got. Miles Garrett, we know what we got. Now you're saying that you may have that type of player at the quarterback position? At the quarterback position, too? I, I mean, what? what? I mean, this is like, whoa. I mean, you know, that you like when you're checking boxes, you want, you know, at least two big time playmakers on offense. You've got those. You want that pass rusher. You've got that. Yeah, guys that can cover people. You got two guys that have had, you know, kind of an up and down year, but you got a rookie playing his ass off in Martin Emerson. And now you might be bringing this in. This six game run, who knows if it leads to any knocking on the door or any even smelling or even coming close to playoffs, but this is about laying the foundation for what the Cleveland Browns think they are going to be for the next four, five, six years. They are going to be a perennial contender year in, year out. Those are your expectations. And if they're not, you might want to get out. Garrett's over there sipping his Kool-Aid. He is geeked up. He is fired six and, up. Six and no Kool-Aid right here in the, in the barbershop mug. You know what we do. Jeez, right. Look at it. Look at this guy trade. He's ready, man. I guarantee <laughs> he's sitting over there just waiting to hit print on some shirts. He's got that stuff ready to rock. But if you do not understand what the expectations now are for this franchise, you're fooling yourself. And so, yeah, if something doesn't go right and this doesn't work out, this will be the most utter blow you've ever taken as being a fan for this franchise. This is it. This is now when this is all supposed to change for a significant, significant amount of time. Uh, we're going to get a couple matchups here that are big, uh, in my opinion. Again, we do this all the time. Oh, well, you know, sometimes this team can't run the ball, but then, of course, they look like they invented the running game against Cleveland Browns. Yep. Uh, there, is a, there is a player uh, on a Houston def, uh, defense, and there's going to be a couple of players you all going to remember from that Houston defense. Um, I'm just going to give you a little secret now. Second leading tackler for the Houston Texans, our boy Christian Kirksey. Uh, so, yeah, but here's some things we have to get to. Second segment, we get the third segment. A question to do predictions for the game. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your pregame edition of Locked on Browns. I tell you guys all the time. Um, you sit down for these primetime games. Look, on a Sunday, and I, some of y'all, I don't know how you do it, how you manage 12 fantasy teams watching 13 games. I don't know. Me, I, I go a different route, man. I kind of like prize picks. Um, if Primetime game, Sunday night game, Thursday night game, Monday night game, you know you sit down and watch anyway. So put together a lineup. You pick two to five players, and if they go and score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win it to 10 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against other people. It's literally you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. It includes the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, men's, women's, collegiate athletics, Boxing, hell, you can even get in on a little Euro basketball if that's your fancy. Your entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's a simple, simple process. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using the promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit 100, they give you 100. You deposit 50, prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns. 
podcast. This is the pregame edition. Make sure you get ready to go. It's a Saturday. You need to get ready to run. Listen, you might get hyped. You need to get involved. Get your gear out. Put that thing out. It's like the first day of school, boys and girls. You got a brand new quarterback. Heck with like the it. Christmas decorations, man. What <laughs> what fits you rocking on Sunday is what matters. That's what it. Hey, listen. Hey, by the way, you you see we doing it in the back. You know, get your Christmas presents together. Don't be taking too long. G. Bush is already on his. What are you doing, Jeff? What are you doing? You, you got to get you got your presents ready. Uh, well, let's just put it this way. There better be something when I'm bringing in seven packages a day off the front scoop here, Jake. <laughs> I hope that's what they're. I hope that's I what hope those that's, are for. I hope that's. I hope it ain't just canned goods. Uh, make sure you follow us at gbush91 at Jeff uh, underscore LJ uh, underscore Lloyd. Uh, make sure you catch us out. Two minute warning post game show. We give you a little pregame now, but you don't want to miss the post game. That's where all the fireworks happen. Two minutes into. Uh, by the two-minute warning, we will go live and rain, sleet, or snow. Whatever happened at that time, we'll deliver it to you, and we'll we'll start the post-game show. So it's been exciting. And you know, Bull is either going to be ready to put Deshaun Watson in Canton, or he's going to be ready to right. put him out to pasture. There's right. only two ways this is going to go. Ways, right? Either Deshaun Watson has now become the greatest quarterback ever, or he's a bum. Baker was better. Baker he, was better. And Baker was better, and they need to go ahead and figure out a way to get their draft picks back, which I don't think is happening. So make sure you do that um, as well, and make sure you continue to hit the notification bell. The only way you know when the two-minute warning is dropping is if you do subscribe to the channel, either Locked on Browns or Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hit the notification bell. Uh, let's get into some of these matchups, man. You know, like you said earlier, it's always when you watch the Browns, we always tell ourselves, oh, we got this advantage. We got an advantage uh, this team don't run the ball. You know, we should be able to stop the run, you know, get the guys off their, off their base a little bit, stop the pass, and then before you know, we got to win. Does not doesn't happen that way. Last week, they were able to uh, stop the run a little bit, but I wasn't even concerned. I wasn't even sure they was going to be able to do that because of the way White ran the ball throughout Early. the first drive. Yep. First drive, it looked like, I said, this is a whole other ball game. Here we go again. Here we go again. But yet and still, I think Tom Brady, uh, I think Byron Leftwich, I think, uh, you know, Leslie Frazier, I thought those guys did us a really good solid by stop running the ball and trying to throw the ball the rest of the game because we really stepped up and it, it played right into our hands, right? The Browns were able to pull out a tough game in uh, overtime. And this game looks a little bit of the same. Uh, you, Davis Mills. He's, he's garbage. Uh, the next quarterback that they got in, uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 Allen. And if you I, remember, we've seen him. He was quarterback it? the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos. We we saw him in twenty. And he beat us out there, dude. He his first Kyle Allen, his yep. first start. There was the game Odell Beckham Jr. was, was like going crazy on the sideline because he couldn't get to rock. And uh, Baker Mayfield had the Fu Man shoe on. With all the facial hair cut, looking crazy, and Kyle Allen came out there and beat us. Hey, I forgot all about that. Well, now we need revenge. Um, but here's the thing: that they'll be they'll be trying to run the ball. Um, Pierce is a running back who is a young back. I like him. I think they got something working there. I think they can use him moving forward. They still need a quarterback. But um, you know, when you when you take a look. At what they're going to try to do. I think they try to make this game a low-scoring affair. I think they try to work the ball on the ground. They got Brandon Cooks, but he's been on again, off again all year. I think the only way that they can really get 
um, some solid running and some solid things done is on the ground and chasing this Browns defense, who has been much maligned throughout the rest, first part of the season. Jeff, um, your, your thoughts on Taki Taki and how he's he's um, pretty much elevated himself. I think he's done a good job of being a stable force inside. What does that matchup look like for you against their running game? Uh, yeah, well, and real quick here from the Houston Texans side, uh, their young rookie corner, Derek Stinley, out. So their best cover guy is not playing on Sunday. So we'll see how that plays out. Also, Brandon Cooks, as crazy as his entire year has been, he's out as well. So that is the best offensive player on the Houston Texans not in this game. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you have that going for you. Damian Pierce. The thing with Damian Pierce, and, and gee, I know, you know, you remember, there are guys, when you tackle them, you think like there's stuff protruding from their body because you're like, every time I hit this, like, you know, oh man, I, I thought I hit him and hit him hard. And you're the one that's like, ah, and hurting everyone. This dude is, he is literally like a bull in a ring trying to tackle this guy. He runs viciously. He, he just beats up on you. Right now, he's kind of hit a little bit of a rookie wall. And he's kind of, you know, struggled over the last couple of weeks. But this is kind of what happens. And Browns fans, you know this. Everybody has their infinity went to run the ball. But game dictates whether or not you can do that. And you're the Houston Texans, and you can't score many points. You don't really ever score more than 13, 14, 15. Guess what? Once halftime's over, you got no choice but to be tossing the ball around. It's just the way it goes. The other one that's going to be interesting is Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes has been in the NFL extremely, extremely long time. Long time Buffalo Bill. Bills would have gladly had him back this year. Jerry got a big family. Said, you know what, man, it's time to take it closer back home to where I came from. You know, as a guy that Houston probably could have moved around the deadline. Look, man, I came here. I want to be here. This is, you know. He's got eight sacks this year. Uh, still has quality speed rusher off the edge. At times, these are the type of guys that can give Jedrick Wills, you know, a headache or two. Because Jedrick, every now and then, if the footwork gets a tiny bit sloppy or a tiny bit off, speed rusher is going to take advantage of that. So there's definitely something to look out for there. But Damian Pierce, if this game stays close and can stay close for a while, this kid could be a factor. And Sione Taki Taki's done a fantastic job. I think he is, you know, certainly going to show up this week. But the key for Sione Taki Taki is to do all these mic responsibilities so JOK can be this freelance hybrid guy where you don't bog him down with information. You say, yo, ball, find it, hit it. That's it. Um, you know, the Browns secondary should have a lovely, lovely matchup here. Allen, the quarterback. Uh, Houston doesn't have a ton going on at the wide receiver uh, spot. Browns are loaded. All the corners are available. A.J. Green is available. You will have him as well this week. Thomas Graham had a good week last week. We'll see if there's reps for a guy like him this week when everybody's back in tow. But these are some key matchups for the Browns. Um, of course, you know, I, I, you know, we're going to say this now, but, you know, when G and the Bull and Mike, and we all kick this off on Sunday, it's probably going to be damn near an hour to Sean Watson. You know, we'll analyze his cleats, how he wore his socks, uh, was his towel in the right spot? <laughs> this is where it's going to be because this is the biggest story right now for this team. And, you know, six and one would be great. Five and one would be great. But this team needs to put itself on the map. So once free agency opens up in March, there's a lot of guys similar to last year, Von Millers, those type of guys. And there was a piece out today that basically was talking about, guess what? Defensive tackles have been absolutely disrespected in free agency for about the last five or six years. Well, I guarantee you, there is a general manager in Cleveland right now who's got a checkbook just waiting 
to say, hey, if I got to pay, I will pay. Because to this point, we ain't got the confidence that we can draft one. So we're going to have to go buy one at defensive tackle. But you need to show these prospective free agents that this Deshaun Watson thing is going to make this franchise elite for a long time to come. He, they got to go out and handle this thing like a college football game. They they got to come out and, and it's like, all right. 40, 43 10. Yeah. 40, I mean, you need to go out 40, there and just absolutely just manhandle this franchise. 40s. Hey, they ain't got no none of any guys playing. All the best guys and young guys. Um, and you got an inexperienced quarterback. So I, I want to see the playbook open. I want to see Kevin Stefanski still being aggressive. I want to still see guys scoring points. And I want to see guys play to the end of the game, end of the way. Because, by the way, there has not been a, a complete quarter-to-quarter, bell-to-bell played, game-dominant play, game played for the Cleveland Browns this year. And I'm expecting to see one of those this week. No question. Um, this is the one. And A number one, you know, we've talked about this a lot. The Browns, somebody did, somebody's going to get a beating from the Cleveland Browns. The way this season has gone on, some tough losses. Now Deshaun's back. Somebody's going to get knocked out by this team. If this, If it's not this team, <laughs> I mean, this is the recipe. It's most likely it's this team. Um, and you hear the guys, they are amped. You hear Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom has never played in the NFL at the same time as Deshaun Watson. He's out there like a kid, like an absolute kid, just geeked about the fact that this guy is about to join this football team. And it all kicks off Sunday, 1 o'clock. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, pregame, locked on Browns. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football casts, uh, football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. Find Think Like a Champion now, wherever you get your podcast. Think Like a Champion is a brand new podcast from Russell Wilson and Audible. Russ is a champion on the field, but off of it, we rarely know the grind on the path to greatness. Here, two-time Super Bowl champion and MVP Von Miller deliver sharp insights about getting, about performing at your highest level in moments of extreme pressure. Or NCAA champion Tim Tebow discuss how to find your unique personal mission in this world. Available for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure... You are checking out the new series at Audible. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G Bush first things Devil. first. G should Russ Wilson really, really be concerned about debuting a new podcast right now? <laughs> I was just thinking about that, man. I was like, man, he picked because you know what the time. first thing's going to be. Well, Russell's worried too much about podcasts. I mean, he picked the wrong time to come up out of here. And, yeah, I mean, and I put, I put that one on ice to like after the season right I now. Mean, I, I mean, I guess he's trying to like he might be jousting for his second career. You know. He's, he's got the dude. He's on the hook till 2027 in Denver. He, there ain't no second career coming anytime soon. Hey man, listen. He might look. He that media game. He warming it up. He's just like, look. I can tell the truth. I can. I can multitask. <laughs> but it ain't. It ain't looking good. It's not looking for good for your boy. Hey, we'll welcome you on, Russ. If you want to come on the Locked On Browns podcast, we'll you know we'll, we'll take the interview. We we we'll make it work. Absolutely. Uh, but, but like we always make it work. But let's get back to what we want to really do, and that's to get this dub, get this second win in a row, and now we're drinking the Kool Aid so the Cleveland Browns can now move forward to running this table. I'm telling you, you'll feel a lot better once you drink the six and zero Kool Aid. One of the one one of the things that we will do is let's go take this call. I would say call like we on a radio show, but it might as well be a call. That'd be cool if we could do it. 
Uh, let's get to uh, a question of the day. Um, and this comes from question of the day from Mr. Jiggles on Twitter. It says, how big of a loss is it uh, in the David Njoku was out for the game against the Texans? Now, we kind of mentioned that during the first or, or second segment of the show. He's going to be out. Uh, it's not anything serious. Uh, I mean, you can see what kind of, uh, um, you know, offense ability, offensive playmaking ability David Njoku brings. Just watch this catch he made with Jacoby Brissett, right, to win the game. However, um, I, you know, I think they're holding him out a little bit. I thought I think if it was a, a game that really meant something, he would try to play. Um, but here's the thing about, you know, Deshaun Watson. They're going to go out there, and they're going to have a bunch of adrenaline flowing. Uh, and, there's, and there's a lot of other people that you may see. One of the things you're going to see a lot more of is four wide receiver sets. I think you'll see more of David Bell. I think you're going to see more of Anthony Schwartz. They kind of warmed that up a little bit last week by showing Anthony Schwartz on the field a little more. You're going to start to see more multiple sets where it's not as not as many tight ends. Um, you know, Farrell Brown and, and, and you know, uh, Harrison Bryant will do fine. They'll be okay, and they'll be able to run some of the sets they want to run. But you're going to see a lot more of the open spread type stuff and hopefully a little more of Kareem Hunt anyway uh, in this offense. So David Njoku will be back and probably be back next week. Um, but, you know, like I said, Jeff, you're going to see some of these receivers coming up uh, in some of these sets in, in these first future games as well. Here's a couple things with this. The Houston Texans cannot stop teams from running the ball. So I think we're going to see a little bit of the recipe the Browns used against the Bengals. Hey, if I got to play an extra lineman or two at tight end, and I'm basically telling you I'm running the ball, I don't think the Browns care. I, I just honestly don't think they care. Uh, the other th- uh, There's two other things. Other thing, with Deshaun walking in here, and you know, after watching this for 11 games, you know, he's talked about how much he's watched the film of Jacoby Brissett last couple of weeks when he was back in the building watching film with Jacoby Brissett. Man, I want to get, I want to get the ball to Mari Cooper. Man, I want to get the ball to Donovan Peoples Jones. Man, I want to get the ball to Donovan. So maybe the fact that David isn't here this week slows things down a little bit for him because you know there's a bevy of weapons at his disposal. So you know maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. Yes, losing David Njoku, whatever game it is, it's a loss. There's no question about it. But this is a poor, poor football team. I do agree with you on a little bit of the four wide. Um, Because it's important here over the next six games to say, you know, where is David Bell standing on this roster for 2023? Is he entrenched? Or can I upgrade? Because I can say to a veteran free agent, maybe cost me one year, three mil, and want to catch some balls from Sean Watson this year? That's, that's a very, very sure. appealing thing. Very, very appealing thing. Anthony Schwartz. You want to get a better feel on Anthony Schwartz. Um, so, you know, I think those are going to be a couple of things. I don't think that, you know, David not playing probably helps Deshaun in just trying to stay in focus, in phase, and saying, I am throwing the ball to whoever is open, as opposed to, I got so many new toys. I'm giddy. I want to get everybody theirs today. Um, so that's not going to be the case. And I, I would say you're probably going to see some of the extra linemen that we saw against the Bengals because the Browns don't care if it's a tell. The Browns don't care about the fact that even if they run a play action out of it, there may only be three eligible wide receivers. Browns do not care. They know they can put the ball down this team's throat. Gee, I think we're all feeling it. I think everybody's feeling it. The outcome of this game Sunday as far as the you know, Browns and the way this works, I, 
I'm just going to tell you right now. If we fire up that two-minute drill and we do not know that the gate where the game is or if it's in doubt yet, it is. you thought some of these shows had some anger, had some venom, had some fire? Uh, I mean, me and G, we might as well just mute out because it could be bull for 60 <laughs> minutes with a megaphone through his computer calling for everybody and probably saying that their cats and dogs have to leave town too. Everybody got to go. Look, look man. You know, it's a, it's a great day, man. Um, I, I, I just feel a good vibe. I, I know if I feel a good vibe. You know, I told you last week when they played the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I felt it was a good vibe. I felt people was energetic. I felt this was like a pre, like a pre-release of what the team can be really like looking like. And so now, you know, hey, hey, shout out to uh, Deshaun Watson. Shout out to uh, the team. And shout out, and I like what he said about, shout out to Jacoby Brissett because he held it down. He did his thing, um, you know. The, the, you know they got five wins. I know they would have liked to get a couple more, but here's where the here's where the winning streak starts. It's time to put some games together, start stacking some wins, and, and what better place to do it in in having your quarterback back going back home. And so we're looking for the forward to the challenge, man. It's going to be a great game. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the post game show. I, I I will rarely ever say about any NFL game. One team should win by two touchdowns. One team should win by 17 points. The Browns should go out there, and it might even be 20. This this has the makings of a 30-3, to three, a 40-something to 10. Because you have a team in Houston that's doing everything they can to not screw up the fact that they're going to have the number one overall selection, not to mention they should have – they're going to have another first-round pick. Browns can tell the story about where that first-round pick will be. But this is a game where the Browns should just go in and just decimate and de- annihilate a team. Just absolutely beat this team into submission. They are going to come in riding high. There's no doubts about that. This team is fired up. They think they have the final piece of the puzzle back in this building. We all know what the difference was when it went from a six-game suspension to an 11-game suspension. But it's six, and it's setting the tone for probably the next six Years. That's what it is for this team. He is Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday at 1101, of course, on YouTube. Make sure you check the guys out there. Saturday mornings, 8 to noon, the barbershop is always open, 92.3 The Fan. Always other opportunities to catch Garrett over there. Pre-game, post-game coverage, Browns, Buckeyes, Cavaliers, you know it. G. Bush is there, at G. Bush 91. Uh, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show, at Lockdown Browns, follow back account. We appreciate every single one of you who make us your first listen every day, whether it's on your favorite podcast app here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. You got those notifications on. Uh, also, um, likes on the episode, guys. Uh, there's going to be a little transition here. It's not going to affect any way you view the show here, um, but kind of go into a new host for the shows. This should improve a lot of the issues we've been having. Uh, so that's going to come, and as long as we get that all right, I, you know, I, there's some things I would like to do pop in here for some shorts, you know, a minute or two, three minutes, whatever, a couple of things while G is out doing 99 other jobs that he's got. So we're going to do everything we can to push this channel and just put out ridiculously good content for you guys day in, day out. I know it seems weird that the Browns are at four and seven, but this is really huge. This is huge the next six weeks and making sure that we start to see the guy that the Browns think they have and show that investment 
two. Uh, so we'll see everybody on Sunday. We'll see you at the two-minute warning. Kickoff, one o'clock in Houston. Browns, Texans. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on ELOB. Let's go Browns.